and thank you for joining us again here on the Beast Mode Kids podcast. Pat and Laura here. It's us. Again, <laughs> to tickle your ears just a little bit. Yeah, with some now knowledge are you information. Awake? Now listen. <laughs> <laughs> we have things to say for you. Yeah, you better but, be listening. Let's you know, hope you're not trying to fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is not the time, but. It's not. You know what? I do have that nice sultry voice to just be like, if you are wandering into your dreamland. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) That's probably better that way anyway. So, very quick update. Quick update. If you listened to last week's episode, Laura and I made a $1 bet about how tall her cousin was. Okay. And it has been confirmed. It has not been confirmed. That I win a dollar. It has not been confirmed. It's been 100% confirmed. It's not. That I win Okay, let me just tell you let me tell you all the story, okay? <laughs> let me tell you all the story. Okay. So, it the bet pretty much if you didn't listen last week, my we bet that my cousin, his name is Casey. Hi Casey. Uh is I said he's fi- around 55 and then the bet was that if he was from 454 to five six that i dad would give me a dollar but if he was literally anywhere else that would give me a dollar that you give me a dollar that 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 i would give dad a dollar there we go right there you go you got messed up the words (laughs) okay and my i messaged my aunt first because i knew she would reply right away yes and she said five seven i think five seven and a half five no she said five seven i I got the text dad (laughs) All right. Yeah. Fair enough. She said five foot seven, I think. And then she said, just ask him. And I'm just like, okay. And now we're still waiting for the text. I know it has not I, been I'm a gonna, week. I'm going to say you still, I still win. So no. it's fine. We need to weigh it until and Casey so, texts me. Okay. Fine. Whatever. That's the rule. So now how old am I? You are 42. 42, which 42. means. 42. You're so, old. So do you, do you know my birth year? Uh, do quick math. I'm not gonna do the math. 1979, right? Oh, nailed it. Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. was See, that's where it's like mathing. It's not mathing. I just knew. It is. It is. But I didn't. I didn't do the subtraction. I just do. um, But this this is where you know, you know, being 42 years old, I've seen a lot of changes in just the world, everything from microwaves to the computers and the internet and cars and all this other kind of stuff that that's just really been kind of rolling through. But one of the, another big thing that's happened are telephones. Telephones. Cause telephones having a home phone like this, this, this in 2021 is few and far between. I, I'm assuming that there's less homes with home phones than there are with People who have cell phones. Yeah. Like we haven't had I'm a home phone for that. a couple of years now. In, yep. And it's just one of those things that just because you're old enough, you have one. Obviously, myself and mom has one. Bo does not. Bo but does not like, need but one. He's 97. He's fine. But what it comes down to, like he doesn't know how to answer a telephone anyway, even if it does. Yeah. There was a long time you didn't know how to answer a phone. You just pick it up and just put it to your ear and just not say anything. All of a sudden, just silent and be like, is someone there? And you'd be like, hello? <laughs> help and it's just like oh, you just get it just, just say hello yeah. so i have to do hello my mom though nani was so adamant every time we answered the phone we had to say davies we had to oh she got so angry at us if we answered our phone and just said hello you're like that is the rudest thing in the world 
But this <laughs> that is sounds where, like your mom. <laughs> but this is where it got funny because then my uncle Dan, though, like my uncle Dan would be calling, you know, to talk to my mom or something like that. And he he would announce himself. Well, hello, Patrick. This is Daniel Urbanak. Can I talk to your mother? And it was just like so <laughs> formal when it comes down to those things. And it was just like, yes, sir, you most certainly can. <laughs> and, and so, but I mean, that's a generational thing that goes along with all that. But we were talking about phones and stuff like that. And you referred to like a rotary phone. A lot of people who may know, remember early uh, 80s, maybe early 90s, the rotary phone where you had to pick it up, you had a three foot cord and you had to dial and spin the, the dial on there to that number and stuff like that. And so is that what you referred to or was it the more the pickup just punch dial? No, the the one the with rotary, the dial thingy. The rotary. The, with the, so what did you refer to that as? An old timey telephone. The old timey telephone. Oh my God. <laughs> There's, I don't, I, things don't hurt my soul a lot. <laughs> especially when Alora well, says them when it, when, when it comes to Alora when she says things to me but like old timey telephones and all of a sudden like you just called me old timey yeah because like, you are <laughs> and, and it's just one of those things like I don't I don't feel it I don't feel it being 40-ish or whatever like that I get the aches and pains and stuff like that I, I know all those things you pulled a hammy yeah, people do that. 22, 22 year olds do that. That's true. On a regular. So. <laughs> on a regular. On a regular. On, do you just say on the regular, Dad? On the reg. Oh, you get to say it now. No. But when I said it the one time on accident, you yelled at me and made a whole podcast topic about it. Yeah. Is that really what just happened? That did happen. It's going to happen. Everybody again. play that back again. And. <laughs> On the regular. Yeah, no, you don't get to say that around me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. But this is where, like, you, the old timey telephones. But, like, is there anything that you feel that is old to you yet? Old to me? You're 13, right? I am. So, is there anything right now that you're just kind of like, you think you're just going to, like, ah, oh, that was really old? Uh, Not really things that are, well, I don't know if I would consider it to be old really but i would consider it not like right now is tv shows from back when i was like bose or a little bit earlier than okay. that like um there was an older show it's not really older i don't even know when the show came out it's called yo gabba gabba and it was <laughs> really bad, bad but it was yeah. it was sure. like my favorite show and i'm there just were like shows <gasps> for sure or like uh, Team Umizoomi, but watch that one. It teaches you how to count and colors and stuff. That one never bothered me. It doesn't bother me either. That one's there was totally the one fine. with the chick and the turtle and the hamster. Where the oh where um the, uh Wonder Pets. Oh my god, I hated that so much because <laughs> the chick was like the female. Like oh, I just wanted to stab that chick. Oh, every single time, so horrible. God, guinea I pig. Stand it. Yeah, it's a guinea, guinea pig. pig, a duckling, and, and a turtle. A turtle. Yeah. Oh, worst show in the world. <laughs> that was awful. For all you who loved Wonder Pets, I didn't love it, but it was definitely one of my shows. It was. Well, sure, for it sure. Was, it was, but it was, it was it, not my favorite. Uh, to all of you who Wonder Pets was your show, I'm. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> so sorry for you. Sorry you, for well, you. I mean, think about it. Like, think of those old shows. Like, if I think of like growing up and like 
my favorite like young shows and stuff like that. It like, depends. Se- really. Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers was my go-to as a young young sense. child and stuff like that because I didn't have a lot of options. Definitely not the options that are out there today. No. Like if you think about like you know pre Bo's age, like three four years old. Like, three you- four years old was Dora. Dora, and, sure. Um, go Diego, go. Which All was right. her cousin, oddly enough. Sure. But, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But that's where like- Jungle sure. Adventure. <laughs> that makes sense to me. That, that, yeah. For sure. That was like three or four. Then when I got to, not Bo's age quite yet, but like a little older than that, like more like five, six or so, that's when like Yo Gabba Gabba, Bubble Guppies, Team mm-hmm. Umizoomi, Wonder Pets was a little before that, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other good ones. Oh, uh, Backyard Agains. That was always good. So that wasn't a bad one either. Yeah. No. We, me and mom still jam out to the backyard. Games I bet you do. We so do. Because on mom's old iPod, we yeah. had like four oh. of the songs on there. Yeah, you did. You did. We listened to the backyard again songs all the time. Every time you took a best. bath, you had to you had to listen to you know your, your Well, it's your songs. backyard friends, Dad. Come on. The backyard again. The backyard again. <laughs> the backyard Oh my goodness! It's such see, a good show. <laughs> and see, and that's where like I, you know, don't have those songs because I had Sesame Street, and Mr. Rogers, and they didn't have songs. That's well, it. Sesame Street kind of did, but not that bad. Anyway, one, two, three, or something and, uh, like that. Let's count together. Ah, 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 ah! The count would be going through there. But anyway, that sounds right. Anyway, anyway. So this is one of these great transition moments that I can always do, and just kind of move on from one thing to the next here. So now we're talking about you no know, old things. Let's talk about new things now. New things. Something new, and not new to the fact that you haven't done in the fa- in the past, but you've done it a lot this summer, and just spending a lot of time away from mom and dad yeah you know you were at camp and then you spent some time at some friends houses um away from us and everything like that yeah and like where's your comfort level when it comes down to not being around and having the opportunity to ask mom dad questions or 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 even see them on a regular basis i mean i'm pretty comfortable because once again not once again that's not the right words to put there um but (laughs) um (laughs) For me, it's definitely more of one of those things where when I'm away from home, it's not like I'm homesick all the time, like Bo is. Bo needs to, like, call you guys every night, if not almost every night, like, once you a sure day. sure heck didn't the last time that you guys were gone. Nope. I got one phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so. But he needs to call, and he wants to, like... You sure, know, but that's an age thing. He's six. He wants take to take pictures, say hi. have Auntie Molly send it, send you guys pictures and all the things, you know, whatever. Which is fine, you know. He's seven. That that's about where it should be. I said, did I say six? Yeah, you did. He's seven now. Damn, I need. I figured that out. I know. I figured it out. Um, <laughs> it's still weird, but it's just like, oh yeah, he's whatever. seven. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't get too homesick. Obviously. Like, after my two-week trip, because I was first over at a family friend's house in the Twin Cities for a week. Then I came back for a day, went camping over the weekend, so I was gone again, and then came back for an afternoon, and then left for another week for camp. So, like, after that, it wasn't... I was somewhat homesick, but not to the point where I'm just like, 
I miss home and mom and dad. It was more just like, I want to be in my bed. I want to be at home. I don't want to do field games constantly and I want to sit down. <laughs> and that's, and I, I understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. There comes a time where you're just like, can I stop for just a little bit? Like a week. You know, that's all I need. <laughs> one of the best things about this year for us, and I think that, and and, and maybe you'd, you'd agree with that, is that like we've had a really fun summer. Yeah. Uh, it's a good and summer. It's been a different summer than we've had in the past because yeah. we have a lot of different activities. Uh, we've been spending a lot of time with friends and like comparatively from this year to last year, it's all, all weird. And it's just been, it's been a really, really fun year for us. And I've told people before, like, that's exactly it. So there's times we'll all come in the house where Bo's on the iPad, you're on your phone, you're chilling on the couch or something. I'll just look at you guys and be like, just sit down. Just like, you're fine. Like, that doesn't yeah. bother me at all right now. Cause I know that you guys are going to be doing something here soon, or you just got back from something or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just tomorrow's things, like, a big day or something, you know, this is where like, I hear some people, parents are just going to like, I only let my kids have one hour on their phone or iPad or whatever. I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm not that parent. No, I'm not. Why? But why? Why do you need to be? That's a handheld babysitter every once in a while. You know, I think that's just one of those things that they feel they need, they need to say. And so, and for you, good for you. And, but yeah, no, they, they get a little bit more time, but at the same time, we're busy and I appreciate yeah. that. And we got, we're going to be leaving next week at the end of next week. So we got about seven days right now and we're going to be gone, but we're doing it as a family. So that's where it's, that's a whole yeah. different monster right there. So different thing. Exactly. I'm so excited for that. You I don't know. even know. I'm really ready. <laughs> you and me both. Oh yeah. It's going to be fun. So but now around the corner there, we've talked about school, you know, a few episodes ago and stuff like that. But like, you know, you know, you going into eighth grade, kind of getting ready for all that. But like, there's there's one exciting part about starting school again that uh, is is it's oddly exciting because you get new things. But then you're like, I got to go back to school. But it's school supplies. You know. Having, you know, getting excited for school supplies, getting some new things, organizing all of them and stuff like, all right, I'm ready for my first day. Because after the first day, you're like, and I'm out. Like, can we be done now? Like, I got this. But do you have any school supplies that like you look forward to getting or you, you you just enjoy more than others? Uh, It's not really too many things that I enjoy. Like, oh, yes, this is... My favorite of all of the items, but I do have a favorite of the school supplies I have gotten in past years, and that's got to be my monster binder that I got last year. Because <laughs> okay. on for you, those of you who did not hear about this literally a year ago, um, I have my binder that I got last year for school, and it's on the back, it's like solid blue, and on the front. It's got a pocket, and on the pocket, it's like a monster face, kind of. And it's right. got a whole different co- bunch of whole uh, different colors and stuff. And like the zipper's supposed to be kind of like the mouth of the monster and stuff. Like, it's cool. I love it so now, much. Did you ever get any really real compliments from anybody about it? Or, you know, a just- couple, not really, but I didn't need to. I just liked my monsters better. Like, these are did my you- monsters. Everyone go away. Yeah, this <laughs> is my monster. It's supposed to scare you away. Back off. <laughs> I don't want you near me. <laughs> but that's as of right now. We have you have yet to go school shopping for this coming year. Mm-hmm. And that so we do, we do not know if there's something you're just gonna like, this is even better. I don't know if there's going to be anything better. And see, never say never. I didn't say never. <laughs> but that's where yeah, you're right. All right. We're going to. S- no, we're not. Because these play together. 
Okay. These okay. next two kind of things kind of can play together here. So, okay. you know, we we had a discussion the other day. I, we, we've talked about in the past. We have a notebook that we write questions down in just yep. kind of like, and we kind of navigate through the questions like, do we want to ask this one? And kind of how are we going to push them all together Sometimes and stuff like that? Sometimes there's a ton of them and we say, okay, this one is for this episode and then... And so as we read over them, then we ask each other questions and just kind of just have good understanding when we go into the podcast of what we're talking about. And so we talked about being the 1%. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we briefly mentioned this in one of them, but it wasn't really a topic. Well, let's, 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 let's topic it. Let's topic it. All right. So being the 1%, I want you, Laura, kind of in your words, because you asked me, you're, you asked me about it because I wrote that down. And then one of the questions yeah. was like, I don't know what being the 1% means. And so I gave you my rendition Pretty of what good that explanation is. Of it. And so I want you in your words to to explain what I explained to you. Okay. So in Alora words, the 1%, <laughs> being the 1% rather, is pretty much about think, I'm just going to use this in terms of groups of people. So there's a group of people. Okay. Let's say you're all trying out for a play because that's what I think of. Uh, and most of the people, it's like some people like practice their lines like once a week or something and then look at the songs every once in a while. Some people don't practice any of it, but still want to get into the play. And then some people rehearse every night and they have all their lines memorized and everything. And it's one of those things where like, imagine there's 10 people trying out for this one spot. The person, the, the person who is the 1% is the person who wrote out, like, had everything ready, knew all of the lines, maybe not all of the lines, but, like, enough to get in, you know, had the songs memorized, knew what the costume was, knew about the play, knew the people there, whatever it might be, to be prepared to have them be the person in the play. So, in other words, the 1% is... The people who are able or will do the things that they need to do and get all of them done, be ready and be prepared to do something that you want to do to accomplish the thing that you want to do instead of just doing it partially or half of it. No, like doing the thing, doing all of it. Sure. All right. Yeah, that's, that's my best way of right. explaining it. That's and and you nailed it. I mean, that's that's exactly it in in your words there. That's that's in Alora words. In Alora words, that's exactly what. Come that back is. next so, week for more of Alora words. To to add some more <laughs> some pat words on that is that you, it's all about someone that it's not about just doing what's asked of you. Mm-hmm. It's not about doing what what's asked of you and beyond. It's about doing what's asked of you and beyond. And then finding the little things to make you shine beyond that. All right. So that means like that 1% is somebody, let's say you are a baseball player. Okay. okay? You're going to be, you're going to go to practice. Oh, I'm going to practice. You're going to go to the games. (laughs) You know, this is what, that's what's asked of you. Okay. Okay. Somebody that goes beyond is that they get to practice early. You know, they take a few extra hits, you know, off a tee in, in the batting cage you know they they might throw a few extra long balls or something they might spend a little bit more time um you, you know just getting comfortable with their swing you know, maybe doing a little strength training or something like that 
that 1% will do all of those things. But at the same time, then when it's not at practice, they're in their own backyard, you know, working on their swing, their mechanics, they're recording themselves, watching them and changing whatever they need to, to make things as consistent as they possibly can. They're going to mm-hmm. the gym, they're doing multiple workouts, possibly in a day. They're studying other people. They're watching the other team on a regular basis, you know, how to learn, you know, what their differences are, the pitcher, the the, the hitters or whatever that is. And so it's one of those things that where I, I see, let me rephrase that to be able to be that 1%, you're going above and beyond to be the very best. And it only goes on from there. Yeah. They do every little thing to be that 1%. And not everyone obviously can be that. Yeah. You have to have a passion for whatever that is. And generally, you look at people like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. You look at Dave Grohl. He's a singer for Foo Fighters. You know, these are the guys right there. And there's so many others. And the two simple, you know, opposite end just kind of things like they, they practice and went beyond and did all of the things they needed to do to be at that success level of that they are. But there's a lot of sacrifice in there, meaning like, yeah, I'm going to go take swings instead of going to that wedding. Yeah. It would, you know, because my swings means more to me than that person getting married because their future is what that is. And so that sacrifice is a tough, tough thing that they have to do. But that person who's willing to be, do that 1% doesn't care because they're focused. They have, they have this circle of focus that they're focused on and all the things around them really doesn't mean anything else to them. And, and that's a fair thing if you're that person. I get yeah. it. You know, there's a part of me that wish that I was, I'm not, I'm not that person. I think I walk, I'll walk the line because I have goals and I have things I, I had to accomplish. I have a lot of discipline when it comes to things, but it's not to that level. Yeah. To the, and to those who do kudos to you, you have to put in the time. You, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the violin, guitar, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, art, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. So many different things. If you're willing to put in that time, is it guaranteed success? No, but it's definitely going to make you shine a little bit. That's that for true. sure. But now having that success is where things get sticky. Okay, so let's say you become that 1%. Let's say you become that successful person. There's a fine line between confidence and cockiness. If you're that 1%, you're an extremely confident person. Absolutely you are. Yeah. But then... Having that cockiness with you, you you have to have that too, but it's finding the balance between those two. Do you understand the difference between the confidence and cockiness? Confidence and cockiness. I think I do. At right. least I, I I think I do. Great. Yeah. I would love to hear your words on that. I want to hear in Alora words. In Alora words. <laughs> Welcome back to In Alora words. Okay, so In Alora words. Um, I'd say confidence. I'm just going to define them separately. Confidence is more of having the motivation and having the inspiration from other people or having the motivation from yourself or from wanting to do something to think I can do this and to have more of the I can do this because I've worked hard on this, blah, 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 blah. And I have confidence in myself because I think that I've practiced enough, but well, I'm going to change that. 
because I think I've practiced enough to to be able to accomplish this part and I can keep moving forward with it okay. is confidence versus cockiness, which is where you, uh, I don't want to say brag, but almost brag a little bit more and are talking about how you can do it, but you talk the talk more than you walk the walk. That's at least what I see. All right. Or like over a little bit too confident. I'm I'm going to I'm going to agree with you on your what you're looking at there. Okay. Okay, that you're you you're pretty on there about what your objective is. Come back is next in. week for more <clears throat> in Laura words. <laughs> so, I'm going to I'm going to clean that up just a little bit. Okay. Okay, in just pat so, words. in pat words here. So now <laughs> confidence is all about just believing in yourself, knowing that you did the work, knowing that you did everything that you possibly could. They take and take it, just taking baseball. You took the swings, you take the fly balls, take the ground balls. You've done all the things. You've done the strength training. You've done the, the research of the other pitcher, all that stuff. Like having that confidence on there to step to the plate or be on defense. That's great. And then the cockiness is just like Laura said, it's just, you know, if you, it's being a good person. If you walk out, to the field and you're nothing but just screaming and yelling at other people or just explaining to them like how good you are and how bad they are and how much you are you know how much better you are and how you're going to play and you're going to do this and you're going to do that but you can't perform like you now you just look like a fool yeah but this where talking like, the talk not walking the walk but i'm walking but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up michael jordan okay, okay. Again. because that is somebody that definitely walked that fine line between confidence and cockiness because if you were to watch him at all, if anyone ever watched him, you know that he walked the walk every time. Yeah. He could put up the points. He could do whatever it is. And he was a talker. And he did that. But that's yeah. that's the game. That's that's one of those things when it comes down to it. And being and having that trust and belief and, and everything in there. So, although you nailed that pretty, pretty straight yeah. on there. That's exactly what that is. So, if you're going to be that, be that 1%, you need to be able to know how yeah. to navigate that confidence and cockiness. So, all right. Totally. That's it. That's it. We're out. Of time. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. If you want to say hi to us, please email us at beastfulkids201 at gmail.com or just yeah. go to iTunes or wherever you go and leave us a review. Just say hello and just be like, hey, you guys are great. We love you. Give us five stars. Michael Jordan. It means a lot <laughs> to us and, and, and Michael Jordan. There and it is. And Michael Jordan. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>